You awaken in the damp. The cold pierces your very bones, and as you try to move, you become aware of iron shackles clamped around your wrists and ankles, and you feel your energy is draining from you. The magic's gone. What's your name? Dina. Well, Dina, I am Kaspar. I don't know where we are. What's your name? Jessa. Yes, I am the scion of the abyss, which will swallow all of hope and time, but you can call me Dave. You look up, two huge pale eyes are staring at you. A gray hand reaches out through the bars, holding something in a fist. A gift? You feel two objects in your hand, and you hear him whisper, For the boat keeper. You are a curious creature. The starving one sends its regards. So you run towards the tree, and as you do, you hear a roar behind you. You reach the figure under the tree, and it's a man. And as you look into his eyes, you have a strange sense that even though he's right in front of you, you feel like you're staring at something gigantic and far away. And he holds out a hand. Each of you in turn hand him your coin, and the largest demon who is at the front lands in front of the boatman, and he screams out, Karn! Those are mine. And the old man turned towards him and says, They paid their fare. Hello and welcome back to uh, Respect the Die. It's D&D with a twist, where the twist is that we play regular D&D. I am once again your DM, Luke Larson. I am joined again by the splendiferous Samuel. Uh, hi, uh, I'm the Splendiferous Samuel, and I am playing very dirty, uh, like Jerissa, very <laughs> dirty Dave, the Triton Warlock. Uh, also, the Bodacious Bryce. Hello, I am the Bodacious Bryce, and I am playing the uh, the Druid Ranger Casper. The Jammin' Jamie. Hello, I'm playing Jammin' Jerissa. She is a... Earth Genasi monk, and she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like ripping these into so well. Plus, <laughs> and uh, tubular Tori. <laughs> tubular. Uh, yeah, that's me. I'm playing Dina Orb Smasher Solence, and. She is a half-elf wild mage. Hey, this is episode two. If you didn't catch our first episode, please go back and listen to it uh, so that you are caught up and know what the heck is going on. And for those of you who might be curious, yes, we are all family. Yeah, I just didn't want to advertise that I was related to you, Bozos. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks. It's okay, we're all distant cousins. <laughs> yeah, very distant. It's fine. So anyway, please sit back, enjoy, and if you don't enjoy, well, that's your problem. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right. Your memory returns in a flash. Beneath the old ash tree on the hill, you meet your employers to hand off the goods. The old doctor with greasy black hair and three fingers missing from his left hand. The old priest with golden teeth and a wandering gaze. The sheriff with his hooked nose and sunken eyes. The masked woman with flowing red hair. 
the minstrel with golden hair and long fingernails on her right hand. The doctor ran his good hand over the varnish wood and turned his gaze toward you. The chest has been opened. Before you had a chance to object, the minstrel plucked a single note on her lute, and you felt your limbs lock up. The light of torches glinted off a flash of steel, and the world went dark. You awake lying down, face up, the chill of the prison still in your bones. Your faces are full of dirt, and in a moment you realize you've been buried. Casper, you alone feel the cool night air and see the stars above you. You feel something gnawing physically at your leg, and you can't seem to turn your head to see what it is. What do you do? In a dual attempt to figure out what's what's going on, but also stop whatever this sensation is going on in my lower extremities, uh, I, I kind of start... Wh- which leg is it? Which leg is it? It's your left leg. Okay, so I take my right leg and I do that that thing where I, I, I run my own leg down the chin of, of the leg that whatever it is gnawing down on my limb. So as you attempt to do this, you feel your right leg... Rather than meeting with your left leg, you feel it bounce off the ground. It's the strangest sensation. It feels as if your shin and your thigh and your foot feel like they're kind of rolling and skidding. And then um, the mouth lets go of your left leg. You hear a scampering noise and a bark, and then you feel it something grab hold of your right leg. I, I, I want to see what's going on. So I, I open my eyes to the best of my ability. Can I, can I kind of see what's going okay, on? Okay, so you wiggle, you kind of, um, you, can't, you have a hard time moving your head, but you kind of wiggle your jaw and um, it kind of rolls to the side and you can see in the darkness the shape of a large creature and in the glint of moonlight, you can, you can kind of figure that this is, it appears to be some kind of wolf that is gnawing on something on the ground and you you feel it gnawing at your leg but it it's it's quite a bit farther away from you than your leg ought to be um it it's about 15 feet from you hold hold on so just so so painting me a word picture i'm here and 15 feet away from me yeah is my leg mhm with the and i can feel you can feel the wolf gnawing at it. Yeah. And you can hear it uh, growling. And as you can hear it growling through your ears, you feel the growl vibrating in your leg simultaneously. So you can feel the vibration of its growl in your leg bone. And you also hear it through your ears. And you realize that your leg is quite detached from your body. Um, and you- Okay. Kind of, you kind of start to feel and wiggle, um, and you realize that thankfully it appears that one of your arms is still appears to still be attached to your torso, um, and you can see it. You can see your right arm flailing around um, in the night. What does my arm look like? It's um, skeletal, to be honest. I take the hand that's still attached to me and I kind of run it along my chest area region 
uh, you feel ribs with just little traces of flesh um, still attached. It, it feels, uh, and you can feel like tooth marks in your ribs as well. I look down at my hands. You, you can't, I mean, you're, okay, so your head is not attached to your torso. And as oh. you kind of try to <laughs> move and feel, um, you, you figure out, you slowly figure out that you're in about seven pieces. Oh. And the most the most connected chunk of you seems to be um, your rib cage and spine, and your the whole of your right arm, thankfully, still seems to be attached. Um, but your skull and the rest of your ri- of your limbs, they're, they're not all connected. Okay, okay, I, I see, I see. Uh, um, all right then. Um, I I. I reach out with the hand that is still attached to the torso mm-hmm. and I start patting around for my head wherever it is relative to the position of the rest of my body. Okay, so you quickly are able to kind of blindly feel and you can kind of it's the weirdest sensation. Yeah, I can imagine it's the weirdest sensation. You can see your arm and you can but it's you know it's not with you and and you can feel what it's doing but the visual of what it's doing it's like it's like trying to do your hair in the mirror you know oh Where, yeah you know yeah. you try to comb you're like trying to comb backwards and you realize you've combed forwards you know by mistake where like you know it's just it's just hard to adjust your senses um but you you know you relatively quickly are able to drag your torso towards your head and then you grab a hold of your skull and then you bring it to the top of your collar and as you do it sort of magically feels like it kind of snaps into place just <laughs> i just i just imagine like this sound you can you can move your neck now and look around all right so what 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 is still on me like what what body parts are, are are assembled together at this point you have your skull neck rib cage spine and right arm okay um you can uh, feel that your left arm seems to not really be able to move it feels like it's buried um and your one leg your right leg is being not on uh your left leg is in two pieces the thigh and chin and then the the right leg seems to be more together. Oh boy! Uh, so first things first, obviously. I uh, I look over at the 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 hulking growling thing, and I, I as best as I can maneuver myself, I roll over onto my side and I say, "Hey you, you, piss off!" Uh, it stops gnawing piss, your leg piss. and like looks it it looks up at you and you see the light glint in its yellow eyes um, and it's, it kind of scampers towards you. It mm-hmm. kind of growls and then it, it tries to sniff you and when you move it like kind of jumps back and growls a little more like a, like a puppy kind of, you know. I start waving my skeleton hand at it. Hey, yes, go, get, go, go, 
get away, get away, get away from that. Get that. That's my arm. It starts. It starts kind of hopping from side to side, and its tail starts wagging. <sighs> oh. And and you it like gives out a little bark. And it's oh, kind of. Right. It looks like it's trying to chase your arm. Ah. Uh, Fitch. You, 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 you like Fitch? All right, we we uh, we can. I guess we can play some fetch then. Um, let, let's see. Uh, I'm, <laughs> can I can I try to get this thing to bring it the arm over over to me? Is 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't make really a, talk to him. Yeah, make an yeah. animal handling check. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. I, I like that. That's all right. Uh, that's a nineteen. A nineteen. Yeah. I said, okay. Hey, hey, put, bring it, bring, bring it on. So the, you, the you kind of, it, with a combination of gestures, and then um, you kind of figure out to if you make your leg bones wiggle, um, <laughs> you can kind of tempt it towards those. And um, after a little bit of messing around, you finally get it to it. It, it something. It, it kind of clicks. And it scampers over and grabs um, your thigh bone, your femur, okay, and, um, and runs it over to you, and um, drops it on top of your chest. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, and I take the femur, and much like the the my skull, I I well, here goes this, I guess, and I try to pop it in my hip socket. Sure enough, it just kind of snaps in place. Huh. Okay. I'm not really in walking condition yet, am I? I'm I'm just kind of in in awkward crawling hobbling condition at the current rate. No, that we're but moving. you can you 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 have enough mobility. You can drag yourself around now. Okay. And uh, you realize I, that you're you're extremely light. Um but you seem to I, have all I of your I can imagine strength. I would be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so okay. So it's not okay. difficult at all to drag yourself around with one hand. You know. Okay. All right. Uh, so I guess I start to drag myself from bone piece to bone piece, uh, putting myself back together again. Yeah. And as you do this, the wolf starts to. It's because you did so well on your animal handling. I'll say it kind of helps you. Um, and it's. Ah. It's um grabbing bones and and bringing them to you and wagging its tail and like, um it keeps it keeps kind of playfully gnawing at you, um. <sighs> Yeah, but you piece yourself together <laughs> until you can stand. Uh, you've got your feet and legs all together. And um, the last thing you find, and it's it's really hard to figure out where it is, is your, your other arm. Yeah. Um, and eventually you see um, just a nub of white bone sticking out from the dirt. Um, and you kind of push away the dirt and you find your left arm which is has not been picked clean so this it's it's still got some flesh on it you know oh um but um you're able to snap that back into place and and you find that you are about as whole as it can said as can be said of a of a skeleton um with that i'm gonna jump over to the other four or the other three i'm sorry dina 
you awaken um, with your face full of earth and earth in your mouth and throat. But strangely, you don't find yourself gasping for breath. Kind of as a reflex, you gasp, gasp for breath and you just swallow more dirt. Um, and then you suddenly realize that you're fine. You're not like drowning or suffocating at all. Um, but what do you do? Well, uh, this is certainly weird. I think, uh, other than a horrible gag reflex and choking, the first thing to do is some sort of attempt to move upwards, I guess, dig. Um, do I have faculty? Can I feel my body? Am I able to move? Because that's going to affect a lot of how much panic Dina is in. Uh, yeah, you can you can feel your body. You can kind of move. You seem to have been buried without a coffin or anything, you know, but you can kind of feel your way through the dirt. Thankfully, the earth still seems to be fairly loose. Well, in, uh, in that case, um, Dina just sort of mumbles as much as she can and moves her hands as much as she can and tries to cast gaseous form to get up out into open air. Yeah. So yeah, it's you prepared. um transform and c can you describe what kind of cloud you turn into? Well, I would assume it's some sort of the particulate of matter that would make up a body. So it would depend how much flesh, blood, and bone I am. If I'm mostly bone, I'm gonna be mostly ivory. Um, mostly dust looking, I guess. Okay. I would imagine it's just atomization. Yeah, that works. Um, you turn into vapor and you drift upward through the dirt. Um, and the dirt itself, the soil kind of collapses um, as your mass disappears. So Casper, just as you're piecing the last of your parts together, you see this ghostly figure, this wraith-like figure rising from the dirt. And it takes you a moment to realize that this is the partially decayed corpse of Dina. Dina, you can't see yourself at this point, but I'll describe what uh, Casper sees, which is your flesh is still mostly intact, although you're a little bit bloated in places. Um, some of your flesh has rotted away in a couple of places, but it's, most of it is still on you. And there is a very deep gash across your throat. Oh, my. Oh, my. So as you rise out of the dirt, you see this skeletal figure that you can't recognize at all, obviously. <laughs> um, but you just see this animated skeleton standing in the moonlight <laughs> with this wolf um, gnawing at his shin bone. So, Dina, as you rise up out of the ground, uh, I spin around. It's Dina! Her arms raised to the sky. I'm, I'm ecstatic. It's Dina! We made it! Hooray! It's good to see you! Can he talk? Can I talk? That's a different question. <laughs> yeah. Wait a yeah, second. Yeah, you can talk. Does, does it sound the same? He doesn't have a tongue. Hold on. I don't have a tongue or, or no mouth vocal cords. muscles. You don't have a tongue. You don't have muscles yeah. either. But it, it seems like you kind of have these invisible phantom muscles. So you can do anything that you can do with muscles. 
um you just they're just not there you know you 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 can move your body you can speak you can open and close your jaw you can hear even though obviously your ears are gone you can see although your eye sockets are empty you know everything seems to work kind of registering all this as it's happening i think my gut reaction is to be excited to see her but like as immediately as i turn around and say hello like oh everything kind of works except all of the visuals are completely stripped bare <laughs> so dina is going to step sort of forward and as she takes those steps the gaseous form forms into more solid tangible form until she is that partially bloated partially rotting body that was described and she's just going to sort of stand and sort of touch her chin and probably that skin does not hold form as well as it should as she strokes her chin in a sort of thoughtful manner and she's staring at this skeleton that she does not recognize at all and it's like well how are you held together Wait, I know, I heard uh, your voice. Talk, talk more. Who are you? Adina, it's me. It's, it's Casper. The sailor. Do I not look like me? Well, that makes sense that I, that I, that I don't really look like me, do I? You do happen to look like a bunch of bones. Right. Um, we have found ourselves in a whole new different kind of predicament, haven't we? And I thought the prison was bad. Oh, this is definitely worse. I was not expecting my career to go this direction. <laughs> Your career is the last of our worries right now. We're, we're barely alive as it is. Alive enough. We're walking, aren't we? That is one positive way to look at it, I guess. <laughs> Your career. What about, um, what about the others? With that, Jersa, you wake up face down. And you are also in the dirt. You kind of try to wiggle, and it's it's not too hard. Move a little bit um, through the earth. Well, I am made of earth. Right. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, you are a... Um, but, Genesee, you're not like He's... a rock monster, right? You're not like a... No, but my skin is like rock. Okay. Basically. Like, it's made of earth. Yeah. Um, so you feel quite comfortable, actually, in this environment. You know, it reminds you of, you know, some of the, probably some of the skin maintenance routines you go through regularly. Exfoliating. <laughs> <laughs> this is just another day. How lucky for you. <laughs> As you kind of try to move around, um, you feel something kind of preventing your movement a little bit, and your prevents you from twisting your torso. And you feel like you have like rods in your body, um, but you can't really tell what it is at the moment. Uh, what are you gonna do? So they're in my back. Uh, they're they're in like your chest and abdomen. Okay, but I'm on my stomach, so I'll go ahead and reach around, I guess, and see if I can feel what's going on there. Okay, so you kind of shift your arm through the dirt. Um, well, first of all. You can feel that your skin is quite cold. You can feel some spots of like exposed flesh where your skin has rotted away. And then these um, rods seem to be these thick wooden shafts with some sort of 
feathery thing attached to the end. And mm -hmm. a, like a memory comes back of having crossbow quarrels fired into your body one after another of that happening. And, and you realize that this is the quarrels are still embedded in you. Ooh, how many? Five. Oh, my word. Well, I'm going to try tugging on one just a little bit just to see if I, f like, feel it. Um, You can feel it moving as you tug on it, and it doesn't seem to be painful. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pull it out. Well, you're, the problem is because you're in the dirt, it's kind of hard to... I'm still buried, to, uh, yeah. Of, yeah, you don't really have the space. I'm going to try and um, dig upward then. Okay, uh, make an athletics check for me. That is a... Ooh. Uh, Dirty 20. Okay. Dirty. So yeah, with it's not too much effort to kind of twist yourself and kind of push yourself upwards through the dirt and kind of almost swim, especially, you know, with your nature as an earth genasi. Am I saying that right? Genasi? Genasi? I don't remember. I think it's genasi, yeah. And soon your arm bursts through the surface. And so Casper and Dina, you see this... Um, hand uh, burst through from the soil um, like in an old zombie movie, you know, ah! and feel its way around. And then soon Jersa's partially rotted head kind of breaks through the soil. And yeah, you pull yourself. Once once that much of you is out, Jersa, you just kind of lift yourself out of the dirt. Um, and you have, yeah, sure enough, you have these five crossbow curls sticking through your chest. Um... I want to try and heal myself. Uh, although I'm doing this thinking it probably won't work because I'm clearly deceased. Like I have to be dead. Okay. What are you using to heal yourself? I have a wholeness of body. It's just an action that I can take. <laughs> that body is not whole. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to make it whole. Right, Guys, we're skipping over so many great dirt puns. Whole, dirty 20. <laughs> Oh. That's two. <laughs> that is not magical. It's not. So actually, you could use it, but actually, you are at full hit points, so it doesn't do anything. Okay, so I'm already... So my theory is, yeah, I'm deceased. I'm going to go ahead and pull those uh, crossbow things out. Okay. Um. Yeah, sure enough, they slide out quite easily and when they do you don't you don't bleed or anything and then you're left with these big kind of centimeter wide holes in your in your torso um you're still wearing i mean you're not like you're still wearing the um clothes that you died in and they're 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 dirty but they're not they haven't really rotted very much and with that we will jump over to dave um, Dave, you also awaken on your back, buried with a mouthful of dirt. What are you going to do? Am I able to, like, speak? Yes. So uh, Dave is lying there in, in, in just complete darkness, and he just thinks to himself, Well, if you're going through hell, keep on going. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to cast Eldritch Blast to just start knocking dirt. 
<laughs> out of out of the way to loosen up so I can climb out easily. Okay. So suddenly this tiny little explosion, like somebody set off a firecracker, and this column of dirt just shoots into the air. Every it, every few seconds another one goes off. So you guys are watching, you guys see this these like spouts of dirt shooting in the air. Um but Dave, it's it's really hard to tell whether you're making any progress because you seem to like blast the dirt up and it moves up a little bit and then it sinks down again, right? The goal is the goal is just to loosen it up. Okay, yeah, it is plenty loose. Once I feel like it's getting loose, I'm just gonna start crawling my way out. Okay, make an athletics check. Sure. That is a flat twelve. Okay, you are like kind of pushing around in the dirt, but as you try to move the dirt away on top of you, it just keeps falling back in. Um, and you don't feel like you're you're gaining any any ground. Any ground? Can we can I can I help him? Yeah. So if you guys assuming you guys figure out wait, where's Dave? And then you see these geysers of dirt, um, you can try to dig him out. Okay. <laughs> I yell down into the hole. Or as best as a skeleton can yell, um, Dave! Dave! And I realize that my lungs aren't there. You hear the, uh, you hear the voice, uh, a voice in your head say, No need to yell. Oh, okay. Are, are you good? I say back out loud, but even though I know it was in my head. I could use some assistance. Ah, uh, I, I, alright. Uh, I, I look around if there's, uh, I'd assume because if we were buried that maybe there may be like a shovel or something nearby. Um, um, no, you don't see any tools or anything. Here's the thought. Is the wolf still around? Uh, yeah. So the first thing I do is that I try, I try whistling and that obviously doesn't work because that requires lips. And then, uh, and I clap my skeleton hands together and I like, come here, come here. And I, and I, and I try the, to call the dog over to call the, call the wolf over. Then I get down on my hands and knees, and I and I pretend to dig in the in the dirt where where Dave is buried, and I and I look back and forth from him to the dirt to him to the dirt to kind of communicate the idea. Hey, we we can dig in this spot right here. Okay, make an animal handling check, please. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a uh, twenty-four. Are you talking to a dog? Yes. The dog is currently or wolf, I should say, um, is gnawing on the one of the shafts, the crossbow corals, and seems to be just really excited by everything that's going on. And when you start digging, its ears perk up, and it looks over you, and then it comes over and starts helping you dig. Good. All right. Uh, guess we're doing this now. And so I, <laughs> the wolf and I just start digging. To get Dave out of his uh, out of his uh, grave, apparently. Okay, so relatively quickly, it seems that none of you were buried very deeply, which is probably how the wolves got a hold of your body, Bryce. Your grave was especially shallow, oh. but so it doesn't take long for you to uncover Dave's body. What's he look like? He looks partially um, rotted, but the most noticeable thing is. A very large gash in his abdomen with his intestines kind of you know his 
his gut is kind of bulging out there. Oh, Dave, you look great. You you're <laughs> looking great, Dave. Looking real well, good. Well, he looks a lot better than you. I can recognize when you surfaces are lying. The politeness is not necessary. His tentacles, the tentacles around his face have almost, I don't know, Dave, do you want to describe how? Yeah, no, I imagine, I imagine they're almost all completely rotted away. There's like maybe two that are still kind of like hanging. Two that kind of formed almost like a mustache type thing. One of them's just gone. And he's got like kind of like a big <laughs> one that like half of it's still hanging there, but the rest of it all kind of like rotted off. And I imagine I kind of like, I clamber out of the thing and I like, I, I reach into the gash in my gut and I, I pull out like basically a fistful of maggots and I look at them and I just say, nature is a beautiful thing. And then I just shake them out of my hand. <laughs> Dina is retching in the background at the sight of the maggots. Just it's, it's too much. She can't handle that. So now that all of you are out, you kind of take stock of your surroundings and um, you are beneath the old ash tree on the hill above the town. And you look down and you can see um, the town of Ashwood below you. It's a small town and it's night, so you can't say much for city lights. There's the occasional glint of a flame. But in the middle of the town, there's this bright, brilliant, shimmering wall of light that seems to surround a section of the town um, without illuminating what's ne next to it. It's kind of magical light. When the town is in a clearing, at some distance away, there's fields, um, farm fields between you and it. You know, you're on the edge of the forest. Well, while I'm formulating some idea of what could have happened, does anyone remember anything at all other than the prison? That's a good question. Do we have... Do we have memory of the prison where we came from? Yeah, you remember the prison and your memory returned, has returned to you. And you remember that this group, this really strange group of people, this in the flashback, I described an old doctor with greasy black hair and three fingers missing from his left hand, his middle ring and pinky finger, an elderly priest with quite a few golden teeth and he's he's got a wandering gaze he kind of he has he, he doesn't make eye contact very well he looks around a lot a sheriff with a particularly hooked nose and sunken eyes kind of not the most handsome looking person but other than those face you you'd know you would recognize him but other than those facial features there's nothing remarkable about him there was a woman that you never saw her face she always wore a mask kind of like a theater mask, like just solid white mask with two holes for the eyes. But she did have this very distinct bright red and quite long hair. And then a minstrel with long golden blonde hair and quite long fingernails on her right hand, you imagine for playing a lute. And hers is the only of their names that you remember. You remember that her name was Hortensia, and she is, in fact, quite well known as a musician. They hired you to retrieve this box from a dungeon, this partially buried ancient temple. And you went into the temple, and you couldn't really decipher any of the runes 
and you retrieved this box from the altar, probably about 18 inches by 6 inches. You retrieved it, and then you returned it to them without peering inside them inside it as per your directions. But when you handed it over to them, the doctor declared that the box had been opened. The five of them turned on you and killed the lot of you. And that's the last you remember. Well, let's think about what we know. We were hired by a group of people to retrieve something, and then they killed us. Just is really good with keys, and we should smash large blue balls <laughs> when we see them. Well, they didn't kill us unfoundedly, did they? One of us pissed them off. One of us got them mad. That doesn't mean we all deserve to die. Who opened the box? Well, I certainly didn't. I'm sure I would have liked to. But... I don't recall opening a box. Can any? Can I remember opening the box? None of you remember opening the box. I think that we may have been played, as they say. Okay, okay, okay. Or one of you is lying. Why are we going to turn against each other when we've all been murdered? We completed a job, something went wrong, and we were all killed for it. Why are we questioning each other? We're back for a reason. Uh, Dina's right, Dina's right. And I think that reason... It's rather self-explanatory. Is it? We can demand an explanation, at the very least. From the from the bloke who killed us? Well, sure. Why not? Well, if you haven't noticed, Dina, it appears that whoever killed us won the last fight that we were together. We seem to be a bit down and out, you know? So unless anybody has a plan... Well, it didn't stick, did it? Maybe not. But who's to say it's not going to happen again? I don't want to go to all the trouble of finding whoever these people are and then getting killed and sent back to whatever hellscape we just escaped from. That is curious. I did not expect to go to that place when I died. If we're being frank, me neither. I expected to return to the abyss, to the hungry maw which will consume us all. Dave, you're right. I don't think we died. I, I, don't, think, I don't think we died the right way, if that makes sense. Probably not. Where are you from? <laughs> okay, you need to not pick on me because it, this is a hard character to play. I just think it's highly suspicious that we were all killed and any one of us could have been responsible for the rest of our deaths. That's all I'm saying. The people who are responsible for killing us are the ones who killed us. That is an excellent point. It seems plain and simple. And, Casper, what are you going to do? Go live your lovely skeletal life? What's the point if not seeking answers and revenge? We don't seek revenge. Not where I'm from. If you're dead set on finding these people... Well, we're dead. I'll help you find them. I at least want to know why. Fine. I'll help you do that. Because I didn't open a box. Okay, I, I'm, I'm past the box at this point. I'll help you find them, if that's what we're all of the mind to do. But I'm not taking revenge on anybody. I have a question. Are we in, like, broad moonlight of everyone? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, where's the nearest cover? You are right 
adjacent to a forest, so you could retreat into the trees. Okay, I'm going to retreat into the tree line um, for the time being. I'm going to scooch that direction. You can see that actually it's starting to get a little lighter. This, the sky is starting to turn gray from the, the light of the early morning. Um, the sun hasn't peaked over the horizon yet, and you imagine it's almost morning. Does that feel particularly uncomfortable in any way? Because I know some undead shy away from daylight. Not really, no. Great. Good. Good, 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 good. We need something to not look like this anymore. You see um, Dave kind of mutters something, and his whole body kind of uh, contorts, and it's covered in shadow, and then the shadow fades away, and he looks like an old sailor. I think I'm covered. Dina's going to do something similar, um, start making hand motions and a few magical words, and she is now a parrot who flies over after using polymorph to sit on hmm. Dave's shoulder. But are you like a rotting parrot? <laughs> Am I a rotting parrot, Luke? <laughs> it, it Polymorph, I assume I can look how I desire. Yeah, you can. You're not a rotting parrot. I am a beautiful green cheek conyard. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess if we're continuing to move forward with that, then uh, is the wolf still around? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I I will go ahead and wild shape, um, and I will wild shape into into a wolf. Okay. Yes. Great. Now we now we got pets. All right. The other wolf seems. <laughs> Phenomenally pleased by this. And, I don't like the way you just said phenomenally pleased. It's a female. I don't like the way you just said the words phenomenally <laughs> pleased. Well, it just becomes begins like jumping around. Oh, and it's when you playful. polymorph, as you, as you turn into a wolf, you realize you're quite a bit larger than this one. Oh, it's a baby. Yeah, it's 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 a young thing. Yes, you are my you are now my child. I will die for you. Follow me Do to I... the ends of the earth. Okay, so that just leaves Jerza. Yeah, that just... Great, I don't have any plans. I don't have any... Rub some dirt on ideas. it. I mean, yeah, I can try just, you know... You like try... <laughs> you could just try some... taking some dirt and like packing in... it into your shoulders. Throw in some dirt on my face. I can keep you invisible. For about an hour. Oh, I actually can keep myself invisible, uh, but I don't know how long it lasts. What kind of it might it might that? only last an hour as well. I have pass without a trace. What's it called? Pass without a trace. Oh, pass without a that doesn't turn That's you invisible. That makes you stealthier. Oh yeah, you're right. It just kind of camouflages me. Yeah, it makes yeah. your footsteps invisible. Well, camouflage is still better than nothing. Yeah, could I try like? Since my skin is like made of earth, and I already look kind of strange because it's very, very rare to like just see a Janassi walking around, could I fake it and put like dirt in those gash areas and kind of just explain to people what I am? I need like a change of clothes because I have holes in me. That is wildly agreed upon. I think I am a, a, a naked skeleton boy right now. In my real form, anyway. In my in my non wolf. I don't form. think it really matters. Yeah, sure. You can you can rub dirt 
end of year gaps and kind of you just look kind of awfully beat up. I don't want the townspeople saying, oh, no, I can't buy clothes as a wolf. I'll buy clothes for you. Well, please buy me some clothes. I am a skeleton boy and I am in deep, deep distress. <laughs> Would you say that you're boned? <laughs> Royally. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to like disguise myself. So that's about the as best as I can do. All right. Okay. Uh, so do you make your way toward the town? Sure. Wolf by my side, parrot on my shoulder, weird earth person lady with me. Okay. <laughs> right, we're all with you. We're, we we're are, all with we're you. We're all with Dave now. Yeah, you're I the love... leader. <laughs> oh, no, Dave's in charge. <laughs> it's Dave's in charge. You might want to let the guy with plus nine deception do the talking hey, here. Hey, I, I have <laughs> vocal ability. I can speak. So can I, technically. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. We can't. I can speak in small sentences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tori, what's the extent of your verbal abilities right now? I mean, right parrots now? Like, can your, vocalize um... to mimic. So parrots are only limited speech-wise by their own intelligence. So I would assume that because I still have the same intelligence, I can speak as well okay. as I desire. I feel like that's a Luke thing. But I was going to just do short sentences to keep up the guise of parrot. Pretty sure with polymorph you assume the intelligence. Yeah, of the you do yes. assume the intelligence. Of, Even yeah. better, I am parrot. <laughs> yeah. I need a walnut, and I need it stat. <laughs> Dina want a walnut. I would say your your walnut. your intelligence is probably like a four. Great. I mean, parrots have the intelligence of like a toddler, so I am now three year old Dina brain, and that's what I got. I love it. All right, so you guys make your way into the town just as it's starting to get light out. And when you approach the town, there's not many people around. But our, first of all, the juvenile wolf does not follow you. Aww. Sounds about right. As soon as you leave the forest, it starts to follow you a little bit. And then it seems to get nervous and it scampers back into the woods and like watches you with its gaze as you make your way down the hill. <laughs> to go back for it and when you reach the edge of the town there's a there's a guard there who stops you and says hey put that beast on a lead please we don't want wolves running running amok in ashwood move along move along i turn to the wolf and uh, in a new voice say sit the parrot cackles i sit <laughs> shake <laughs> extend a hand down to bryce or down to casper I put my paw in his hand. Shake his hand. But he's growling. <laughs> Hand legs. Come on, sea dog. <laughs> the growl intensifies uh, as I slowly raise to the hind legs. And in a weird, and as, and as much as a wolf can smile, smiles at the guard in front of us. Hello, sir. Good boy. And I give him like a, a really rowdy pet and I turn to the guard and I say, He's well trained. The guard says, uh, are, are you some kind of performer? Am I a performer? <laughs> Why? You're talking to the greatest sailor performer you ever didn't see. My lucky duo here. Perry the Perry. Walnut. And the sea dog. Woof. And Jersa. <laughs> <laughs> 
She like does some jazz hands, but when she does it, like the little dust is just kind of like sprinkling off <laughs> the so sides. Oh, <laughs> Awkwardly. You kind of realize that like one of your bones is like bent out of shape. You have to quickly fix it before like, you crack it back in the <laughs> We're here to purchase supplies for our new show. We need some new costumes. Walnuts. And walnuts. The guard goes, uh, very well. Just keep the wolf with you. And, uh, Continues down the street. <laughs> All right, we we'll walk in, I guess. I bite Dave's ankle. <laughs> There's not really many businesses here, but you do see a sign for Taylor and a smithy. You overhear some people talking, and there seems to be some talk about some kind of hubbub in the town last night. And people are saying, Did you hear they caught the Ashwood Strangler last night? Ah, oh, they say it was Arcadius. The Cooper, can you believe that? Arcadius confessed to everything. He killed all those 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 poor three. Couldn't believe it. He just seemed like such a sweet man. I wonder what got into him. So, are we n- familiar to the town of Ashwood enough to the point that we'd know who this kid was or who this person who this person might be? Uh, you've been here before. Sure. This is where you met up with that group in the first place, where they gave you the quest right. at the end. But you haven't spent enough time here to really get to know anybody. Okay. That's cool. I'm going to speak into um, kind of everyone's mind with my awakened mind. We seem to have a problem, which is that I don't think any of us have any money. Dina starts to flap in, in just shock at hearing a voice inside of her head and looking around everywhere for the source of the sound. She goes side to side on your shoulder Harry. in alarm. Okay, speak to everyone except <laughs> You guys can respond back to me as long as you understand a language. Do, do we have a plan? One option would be we could distract the tailor and then one of us, maybe you... Casper could um, sneak around and grab some things. I am a wolf. I don't have hands. You've got a mouth. This is a great point. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit more dexterous than I think myself might could possibly be, but I won't say I won't say no. Uh, Jersar, are you ab- are you opposed to stealing? Can I talk to him? We're all talking in the mind right now. Uh, no, I'd have to. I'd have to like no. communicate back and <laughs> yeah, forth with you. Yeah, because we can only talk to him. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I shoot back to Dave. Um, you might want to check in with uh, Jerslin, maybe. Not because I'm opposed to stealing or anything. I just don't have any hands. Right, Jerslin, you're sneaky. Yes. Uh. Yeah. So if I can provide a little help to you guys, because this would be apparent to you, although I wouldn't have described it, is that dryers haven't been invented. Um, oh, there, there is a fair amount of clothing hanging out to dry around different homes as well. This is a good point. Could, <laughs> could Dina the parrot just go like fly and land on a clothesline and start like messing with the collar of a shirt it's like we're all like we're, we're gonna like break in and then we just see a little parrot fly in with like a sock or something like, oh yeah good drop point. it on the wolf's head oh, real smart so we can either go stealing 
<laughs> we can we can go stealing the regular stuff, or we can steal the bougie stuff. I think it's going to be the same stealth check either way. <laughs> I think stealing clothes on the line is going to be a lot easier. All right. Okay. Not people aren't actively watching faster. Whoever steals from me, I need as many layers as humanly possible. It's very cold being a skeleton. Okay, let's uh, let's go steal some clothes from unsuspecting mothers of the homes. So go ahead and whoever wants to do this, make a stealth check. Although there's there's not really there's very few people up and about at the moment. Should I roll like I don't? Is there is there like a robe that I could steal? Ah, uh, yeah. I do like robes. Can I, <laughs> I keep like watch robes. as a parrot? Can I keep watch and like call for danger if and g- somehow aid this process? Look out. I like that. Sure. I'll let if one of you wants to do the thievery and then the others are helping, you can have advantage for the help. All right. I'll, I'll steal. I've got pretty good stealth. You should steal some like uh, you, you should steal like some scarves, some like mm-hmm. head head scarves, veils, anything. I'll like I'll locate like the robe and then whatever is nearby, I will grab as well. <laughs> Priority one is the whatever robe. Whatever is she nearby, grabs a robe <laughs> and like three shirts. So she we has have this robe. All the tidy whities. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Oh, oh no! No, you no, have advantage. Still a dirty uh, ten. You have advantage. You, you have, have advantage. advantage. Oh, you have advantage on the oh, roll. Okay, right. that's good. That's good. Oh, just dirty, as bad. No, it's not. It's a that's a dirty twelve. So you sneak around into an alley, and there's a line stretched between two houses with very nice woolen robe hanging from it. You know, it's it's been around the block. It's stained. It's been dyed brown, but you know, it's it's a little rugged, but it, you know, it looks quite warm and it looks like it would fit you. And you reach up to pull it off the line and just as you do, the door swings open of the house next to you. And this little old lady steps out with a bucket and tosses filth from the bucket out onto the cobblestones and then looks up at you. Merge with stone, merge with stone. He <laughs> says, oh, uh, can I help you, dear? Oh, great. I'm not good at talking to people. Uh, you said to her out loud. <laughs> hey, I'm a little lost, ma'am. Make a deception check for me. Uh, yeah. I'm lost. Don't know where I'm going. I got a five. Can Dina like dive bomb this woman all feathers and crowing in her face? <laughs> do you actually do that? Yeah. And just run, run. So she goes, ah, ah, and she starts swinging at you with the bucket. Oh no. Agility check. I guess. Maybe. Flying? Acrobatics? I don't know. Do you, what would be your AC? Um, as a parrot? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, let's look up uh, Raven. Raven. Maybe like a two? Look up Raven stats. <laughs> Not plus two, just two. A two? It's a 12. Oh, it's a strong bird. Okay, so you take, you take a bucket full to the face. Oh Ooh. no, to the beak. Yeah, 
with a... It only does one hit point of damage, but that is all the hit points you have. With a thwump, you transform no, I turn back, back into, into your normal self and slam into the pavement. Oh, I have plans. And she looks down at you and she goes, oh, dear. She's, she's very taken aback by this. Um, in this moment, I will take this prime opportunity to run in as the wolf <laughs> and just sit on my hind legs in front of her. Just like post up, <laughs> just slide right in between the two of them and post up like a wolf on my on my on my on my haunches. What do you mean like a wolf? A wolf does not do that. <laughs> I know the exact opposite of what a wolf does, but I but I do I do the I do the sit the sit trick thing that we did at the gate. Did uh, Jersa manage to get the robe? Uh, no. Okay, so Dina is going to stand. Wait, no, I ran away with the robe. Okay, good, good, good. I good. totally had the robe in my hand, Luke. Well, you didn't pull it off the line. Yes, I did. I pulled it off and I ran. Oh, so you grabbed it after she opened the door? Yeah, she grabbed it and ran. Uh, okay, you have the rope. Yes. So she looks at the wolf and she like, as it runs up, she kind of pulls up and then, and then the bucket comes down on your snout, Bryce. Oh. And she goes, scram. I don't take off just yet. Just growl. Uh, no. Be intimidating. No. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, after she pops me on the nose, I drop down into my wolf stance, and I uh, and I growl low at her in an attempt to intimidate her back into her house. Realizing that hitting you on the nose hasn't worked, she hits the bucket against the door frame, like apparently trying to make a loud noise. And starts shouting and backs back into her house and slams the door. Great. Run. I take off after wherever Jersa disappeared to. Great. Well, Dina's going to stand up and raid the clothing line. Is there a cloak or something? Yeah. Question. Did so she's so that woman saw Dina Yeah, she did see in me. her like true form, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't seem to notice. Yeah. Yeah, so she didn't seem to notice that Dina was like a zombie, right? Because she didn't scream. Well, she looked very, very shocked, but then the wolf appeared. Right. I was about to intimidate check the hell out of her. But, you know, you don't know why she was shocked. Was it because you were a zombie or because you transformed from a parrot or both? Right. It was a very strange situation for her. Um. So anyway, as you are raiding this clothesline and you're like pulling uh, things off of it, the door opens again. Oh. And uh, what's your AC? My AC is 14. 14, is that with or without armor? I wear robes, so it's 14. <laughs> so you hear a whoosh, and something whizzes past your nose, barely missing you. And you turn and see the little old lady with a crossbow leveled at you. Uh, she wasted her shot. She goes, thief, thief. And she starts like messing with it, trying to um, load it again. Dina is still holding a cloak off the clothesline and maybe a shirt that she also grabbed. And she turns to face this woman and says, oh, you foul old hag, quiet down. And I want to intimidate check her with the fact that my face is half rotting. Make an intimidate check. 
So I rolled a 19. And I don't know how being dead has affected my charisma, but um, that would be a dirty 23. There we go. Okay. She just shouts, guards, and slams the door shut. And you hear it bolt. And then you hear from the other house on the other side of the alley, somebody going, what's going on out there? Um, and you hear somebody messing with the latch on the window of the second story. Dina is putting on that cloak and pulling up that hood. I'd just like to point out that Luke just, you know, totally let us into this trap. And we went so <laughs> willingly, didn't we? <laughs> he didn't have to say anything. We were getting ready to go shopping at Fantasy Costco for new pea coats, and then Luke was like, "No, that won't be hard enough. Let's have him go fight an old lady. Let's do it." It was, it was not a trap. You guys just rolled really badly on yourself. So Dina swirls that cloak around her shoulders and pulls that hood up and sort of shouts, uh, "I don't know. I think she's gone quite mad," and sort of strides as swiftly as possible down the road. Can I do a deception check with that? Or uh sure. Um ooh, that was not a very good roll, but my bonuses. Uh, 14. A 14. Okay. Well, I can tell you that it wouldn't have mattered what you rolled because you are wearing his cloak. Oh no. And so the man who opens the window looks down and he goes, "Hey, Put my cloak back. I'm just gonna run. Um, and he I shouts, guards! Run! Oh. Um, as I start running, I, um, I cast haste on myself, and I'm just gonna book it. Um, do you guys run away from the town? I'm not. Where's Dave Where at? is Dave? What's Dave been doing? Dave, what have you been doing during this excursion? Walk us through the world of Dave. Yeah, bring us there. Um, I think Dave would go investigate the strange light in the center of town. Okay, so we're going to do a meanwhile back at the ranch. So Dave, you wander through the town square, and you recognize this, um, having been to the town before, and you can now see quite plainly that the light appears to be surrounding the temple at the edge of the square. It's the temple to Kakotes, which is the local weather god. But it, it seems that this hollowed ground is, has some kind of force field around it that you couldn't make out before. And as you approach it, as you get close, it feels very hot. It feels like you're approaching a bonfire. And you kind of reflectively feel that it would be a bad idea to try to touch this wall of light. I think I would stare at it. That checks out. And then I'll, uh, I'll turn on my heel. And I'll, I'll begin to march away from it. Okay. Just as you turn, the innkeeper of the Green Spoon, as it's called, she has a very strange name, Panagiota. It's not strange to the locals, but, you know, it feels... It's not one you've heard before. Panagiota opens up her inn and is kind of sweeping out the porch. And... Oh, you're in disguise, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, so she doesn't recognize you at all, but you recognize her and as you kind of pass by. So I've met this woman. You've met her before, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll approach her, I'll say. Greetings and salutations! Oh, fine morning. Good morning it is. It is a good morning. Uh, say, uh, you look like some sort of innkeeper. 
Oh, yeah, that's me, keeper of this fine establishment. Ten years now. I've been running it alone since my husband passed. God bless him. How can I help you? You looking for, uh, looking for a drink or a place to stay, perhaps? I don't recognize you. Perhaps you're, uh, you're new to the town? Staying long? Oh, I'm just passing through, passing through. I'm, uh, I'm looking for an old friend of mine, one I met on the sea some time ago. Uh, blue fella. Her brow furrows. Got a lot of slimy tentacles. Ah, yes, I remember. I remember he was with a small group. What was his name? I'm sorry, jog my memory. I think he went by uh, Dave. Ah, yes, Dave, Dave. There were four of them, is that right? I reckon. I, I mean, I don't really know who he travels with much. I, I just met him on the sea some years back. Ah, yes, well, uh, yeah, he passed through here. Came in, uh, he was here twice, as a matter of fact, but I, I haven't seen him in a few weeks. Ah, a few weeks, huh? Yeah, I want to say it was about uh, three weeks since the last time he came. He actually left quite a few of his things here. He checked in and then and then disappeared. Well, if I find him, I will make sure that he comes back to your establishment. Oh yes, please do. We've uh, we've held on to it. We've kept it in our coat room. You know, we have we actually have quite a bit of lost and found people. People forget all kinds of strange things. Is that right? Okay. By the by, he was uh, sending me messages, you know, and, and then things kind of stopped some time ago, and, and he'd gotten a job with somebody, um, what was her name? It started with a P. Some famous musician lady. Hortensia, something like that? Oh, you're thinking of Hortensia, starts with an O. She furrows her brow again, and she goes, really? Hortensia, the minstrel? Yeah, he said he met her or something. Oh, well, I, I didn't know any of that. If, if she's been through this town, uh... I'm sure I would remember. Huge fan, actually. I went to see her perform down in Lockdale uh, three years ago. But no, I don't think she's... I didn't know that he worked with her. He did meet a few times with the sheriff of the town, Savas Mark, a local sheriff. I imagined there was some kind of law enforcement job he was helping him with or something. I don't know. I try to stay out of people's business at Actually, I don't know how much I should be talking, you know. You say you're a friend of, uh, Dave, was it? Yeah, Dave, blue fella. Yes, Dave. Always talking about some weird religion stuff, yeah. I mean, if you're not comfortable talking any further, that's 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 absolutely fine, madam. I mean, I, I would I would love to find this sheriff, though, just so I could get an idea of uh, where where my, my friend was, was last at. And I'm, I'm sure none of that would be on you. Um, what, what does this uh, sheriff look like? Well, he lives right across... Right across the street there, and she points to a, it's a two-story building, says, and, and, you know, his office is there on the first floor if, if you wanted to meet him. It's, I mean, of course, it's very early. He uh, doesn't get up until around noon. He's always very pleasant, always happy to meet outsiders. Well, I mean, that's, that's good to hear. I'll, I'll be back later then to, uh, to bring that up with him. Thank you so much for your help. Dave, as you are talking, you hear some shouts in the distance. Yeah, we're going to cut back to the other three. So this guy is shouting after you, Thief! Thief! What are you guys going to do? Dina was sprinting away as fast as possible, aided by the casting of a rapid haste spell. So my guess is that she she ran in the direction that Wolf Casper and uh, Jerissa went. So I'm guessing she overtakes and then outruns them by a lot. So where are you headed? I was going to go 
back towards the edge of the woods where the adolescent wolf was. Okay. So you make it well out of town before the spell wears off. And what is your constitution? My constitution is a 14. 14. Okay. You're like halfway to the forest when the spell wears off. And then you're able to run the rest of the distance. Jerso, what do you do? Where do you go? Well, I've been trying to put on this robe. So I imagine <laughs> I'm a little caught off guard halfway in the robe when I hear the shouts. So I'm probably kind of running and flailing, trying to get the robe on as I follow wherever uh, Dina's going. Because I don't know what's happening, so I'm just going to follow her. Away. Casper. Uh... Yeah, I would have uh, I would have run after uh, Jersa to make an attempt to get out of just get out of town. How big is Ashwood, by the way? It's got a population of about five hundred people. Oh, yeah, we're Pretty getting small. Out, yeah, we're 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 getting out of town. Um, so I'd probably be making my way back towards the wooded area outside of town. So the three of you make it in your own time to the to the edge of the forest. You don't see the other wolf, but Bryce, you can make out his scent. And yeah, where do you want to go from here? I'm going to wild shape back into back into Skelly Boy. Dina holds out a shirt. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. And I put it over me. It's it is definitely a start. It, uh, so you can see like directly through this this white shirt that I'm wearing now. You put on your new clothes and regroup. Dave, what are you doing? Well, do I hear all of this commotion? Yeah, it's not a big town. Does it distract the woman that I was talking to as I'm kind of leaving? Uh, yeah, she like looks over towards the commotion and she goes, oh, I wonder what's going on. Is there like another way into her establishment, like a window or a back door or something? Yeah, there's windows and a back door. I try the back door. Does it open? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn invisible. Okay. So I just shimmer and vanish and then I'm going to step in there and I'm going to look for that lost and found and get as much of our stuff as I can. Okay, uh, make a stealth check with advantage. Okay, that is a... That is a 16. Okay. You find the place that she was talking about, and you're rummaging through stuff, and you have to stop at one point because you hear her come back inside and shut the door, and then you hear her go upstairs, and then you continue rummaging. And pretty quickly, you find the majority of your stuff. It seems like the only things you had brought with you up to the hill were the clothes you had on and your weapons. But everything else, all of your other equipment is there with you. I'm going to stuff as much of it as I can into packs. Like, I assume I had a backpack at least. Uh, and I'm going to try to carry it out of town invisibly as far as I can. Basically, I'll head towards the tree mm -hmm. where we were all buried as like a rendezvous point. All right, so yeah, you do that. You make your way back to the edge of the trees. What all was he able to salvage as far as um, equipment? It, he would have salvaged all of your equipment except for your weapons and the clothing you had on you. Did we have any money? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. How much? Like the starting roll for money or... You have 2,100 gold between you. That's good. Ooh, wow. Grand. Two grand. Wow. What exactly happened with the um, steel clothes plan? Uh, 
I recount the the events to to Dave. And so uh, so yeah, that's how uh, that's how we ended up back here. A bit bird brained. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. Good one. I think that I'm getting a hold of this thing you surfaces call puns. Everybody make a perception check. All right. You need to get. <gasps> Nat 20. Good cheese. That's awesome. Glad you got Ooh, that. Ooh, just as juicy. Yeah, that's a dirty 26. Way more than you needed. As opposed to a natural 26. Dina got an eight. <laughs> so I'm going to just say Dina realized her throat was slashed and is very focused on that in this moment. So the two of you that rolled high, you are facing the town and happen to see a group of five on horseback come out of the town and gallop in your direction. Does one have long fingernails? You can't make anything out at this distance like that. <laughs> what do your what do your earth ganasi eyes see <laughs> from six miles away? What is the status of their fingernails? I I uh, I think we better run. It could be guards, it could be worse, so I say we head out of here. Also, did you say you got a twenty six? Yeah. Okay. Then I'll tell you, you can make out at this distance that the person at the lead is one of the, your killers. I knew it. One, the man with the hooked nose and sunken eyes. The sheriff. Yeah. You can see that at this distance. The absence of eyes makes for better sight. <laughs> Everyone, uh, before you take off, here comes the sheriff. So let's take off then. Okay. I'll tell, I'll turn to the group and I'll say, the rest of you, why don't you uh, get a head start? And I'll, uh, I'll disguise self again and I'll, I'll turn into uh, what looks like sort of a somewhat chubby uh, shirtless man with one boot missing. And I'll say, I'll make a distraction. I'm the next victim of the clothes bandits. And I'll start hobbling down the hill <laughs> towards the men who are riding towards us. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I'm sorry, Dina, remind me your race. I am half-elf. The elf definitely came out strong. <laughs> more, more noticeable about Dina would be covered in red lines from the magical accident that happened to her. Okay. You guys make your way off into the woods. Dave hobbles down the hill in his boot. And the uh, sheriff comes right, the sheriff and his posse come riding up to you and they pull their horses to a stop ahead of you. And the sheriff shouts down, uh, ah, who are you? I was just, I was, I was walking uh, through the woods, and this woman came out of nowhere, and she grabbed my hat, and my shirt, and my boot. And I hold up my, like, bare foot, and I point at the boot. And I took off that way, and it's south. Uh, did they look like a Janasi? And, uh, was it an elf with a rash of some kind? I think good luck it was two women. Maybe a dog? And then they gallop off in the direction that you gestured. So, presumably, you gestured away from the forest? Yeah. Well, like, towards the, towards the forest, but sort of away from the forest. Like, like... You misguided yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
So you guys, through the trees, you see the guards run up to the forest and dismount and then walk into it. Will now be an ideal time for uh, us to have a friendly chat with our, uh, with our Mr. Sheriff. I could set the forest on fire. A little too intense, but I like the energy. He did try to kill us. Actually, he did kill us. We're dead, and it's his fault, so no. You would remember that what happened is that the bard who was there paralyzed you all magically, and then they killed you. Yeah, so we're dead because of them. Don't think we need to be talking to them. Don't know what you'd want to talk to them about, except maybe why'd you kill me? That's why we could set the forest on fire. Now there's an idea. Okay, this is a very strong vengeance track that everyone's on right now, but I want to be very clear. We didn't die right. You know, they will tell you. He didn't die right, and I didn't die right. Because we both ended up in the wrong place. Clearly we didn't die right. We're here, aren't we? It's exactly. So let's get some answers from the person who might know what happened. Maybe he didn't kill us right. So you want to be killed right? Is that what you want to do? Well, he's a start. They're all connected. I want rancers. Rancers. Okay, let me say that line again. Give me a line read. I want answers. Uh, and I walk over to the ashwood tree, or the ash tree, and I mm-hmm. reach up to it, and I rip a branch off of it. Okay. Whether or not you might like it, I think now's a good time to go get some answers. And I start making my way towards the, towards the woods. Do I need to remind you we're outnumbered? Are you guys going to follow him? Uh, yeah, Dina's going to chase after, but trying to con- control away from this plan. A front approach is probably not the best plan. Who said anything about the front approach? You and your stick. Oh, this stick isn't for fighting. This is what we call the talking stick. And I, as soon as I get to the first realm of trees, I start to scale the trees upwards into the, up into the upper trees. Make an athletics check. For sure. Uh, 22. Okay. So yeah, you scale the tree, no problem. And basically I want to start tracking and stalking the five of them where they are. It's really hard to see anything through the, through all the leaves of all the trees that are packed so closely together. Although this deep in the forest... Yeah, actually, deep in the forest, most of the leaves are up at the tops of the trees. And so in the distance, you can actually see them making their way through the forest. And I, and I look down to the, to the three of them. that I, I assumed all three of them are gathered at the bottom. Now, the first step in our journey to discovering what happened to us is in there in the forest. It's a bit of an unfair fight. I'd say that we stand a pretty good chance. Another suggestion. He's out here. His house is empty. Dave, it wasn't the five people that killed you. It's just the sheriff and the other four are just guards. Right. I like the house hiding idea a lot more than fighting it out in the woods. We can get a lot more answers in a house where there's paperwork. So are you guys going to the house? Dude, do we want to all go down there? Well, we certainly shouldn't split up. I mean, yeah. In disguise. We're we're still disguised. I we're don't still have wearing a disguise. What did you take all your clothes off? No, I look like myself. I still look like. Oh earth no 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 Genassi. no! Like that's allowed. There's more than one Earth Genasi, I'm assuming. No, there's very few, and he probably he knows what I look like anyway. You have a hood, right? 
Like you've got like hooded stuff up, right? I have a robe. So you, the, a robe. <laughs> <laughs> My one thing. I'm trying to hang on. Let me let me think. Can you still polymorph, Dina? Uh, hey Dina, can you still turn into an animal or something? I could turn into quite a few things. Okay, and then and then uh, Dave, you can still. No, you can still disguise yourself, yeah. As much as I please. Okay. And then you you're well, you're you're a wolf, aren't you? Well No, I'm a skeleton man. I I have a theory that maybe not everyone can see us for what we are. Why would that be the case? Because when you you are knocked out of your um parrot form. Yes. That's what Casper told me. Right. And yet the woman was still more scared of the wolf than she was of the zombie. Well, that's not a very nice way to call it, but... And she was calling you a thief and not a monster. That's a very good point. A lot was happening for that woman. She was in a bit of a tussle, wasn't she? I just wonder, it would be a risk, but I just, I wonder. Casper, you might be able to just strut down there and everyone would just think you were normal. I mean, that carries a risk because people would, I mean, if the sheriff heard that you were here or you got recognized, but they would know you were back from the dead or something, but. Here's the thing, I don't actually look like me. Well, if they thought that I looked like me, but they wouldn't be scared if I just looked like me. I'm trying not to confuse myself. I see where you're going. I also don't want to walk into the middle of town where everyone can just assume, oh, it's a walking, talking skeleton man. It's worth the experiment. Very bold of you to say you look 99% the same. That's the bad part, actually. I don't want to get recognized by the sheriff. Okay, so let me just recap. I'm going to walk down there, looking like this, and hope that they see something completely different. Yes. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, let's give it, let's give it a go. Um, so, yeah. I just strut off down the hill. I'll follow him disguised as my pirate. Okay. Tori, did you polymorph again? I was looking at various options. Wait a second. Dave got all of our stuff from the inn, so would I be able to find a traveling cloak in my old belongings? <laughs> yeah. I could just pull that up, the hood up over my head and hope. And if it goes bad, turn into like a bat or something. We're gonna, we're gonna see if people freak out over my zombie face or not. And Jersa. So, what do you think? Did my robe that I grab have a hood on it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then for now, I'll just do. Uh, I'll just follow Dino's lead and put my hood over my face. So you guys make your way back down the hill into the town, um, and it is now. Getting a little further on in the morning, so there are more people around. And as you walk through the town, 
Nobody seems to really make a fuss or say anything. Dave, you get some strange looks. Jersa, an elderly gentleman, approaches you and presses a coin into your hand and says, Buy yourself some lunch, dear. Thank you. Pats your hand closed. <laughs> Thank you so much. We all fall on hard times. Y- yeah. Guys, I got money! <laughs> I love how Jersey's takeaway from that very weird encounter was, oh, look, we're, we're making some money. <laughs> Add that to the uh, the, the 2,100 <laughs> coins that we have. 2,100 and one. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I'm walking around n- normal, yeah? I'm just... Either I'm right or these are the most stone-cold, bold people on the face of the earth, and I don't know which one I want to be more true more. Well, I mean, we can always find out. And I stop a passerby and I say, does anything look crazy with my face? <laughs> he kind of, were you, well, were you uh, clean shaven in life? Uh, no. No. Okay. He, he kind of raises an eyebrow at you and he goes, uh, I, I, I suppose you could use a trim. He seems really taken aback. First of all, sir, these beards are traditional. They are family bestowed upon. And I find it quite rude that you are... Wait, wait, wait. So I... I, I, I look normal. What's your race again? I'm uh, I'm a high elf. You're a high elf with a beard? Okay. He goes, uh, We don't uh, see a lot of elves around here. so uh, And uh, even fewer with beards. I, I always thought you folks were... I didn't even realize elves could grow beards, to be honest. Pardon my presumptions. <laughs> Dina's gonna grab you. And uh, ad- adhering to his, his full elven his full elven stature, I say, hmm. Well, indeed, sir, I do hope you have a wonderful day and will withhold any other judgments in the future, should you come across any other of my beautiful people. Have a good day, sir. He kind of tips his hat to you awkwardly and hurries down the road. That's weird. That guy thought you were an elf. Jessa, I am an elf. It took me a moment to realize too. Come on. Do we make it to the sheriff's house? Yeah, you make it to the house. Do you, are you just going to try to go through the front door? Is anybody around? It's in the center of town. So yeah, there are Okay, there's so it's like there's a street on every side of it. No, not on every side of it, but the front is facing the main square. Is there an, like a alley between the houses? There yeah, there's like... an alley. Um, the houses aren't built adjoined, and so you can make your way to the back. Yeah, is there is there like a window or anything I can see through? Yeah, there are windows. Um, they're not glassed. Okay. They're shuttered, and then they have wooden crossbars that might make it. It's not easy to squeeze through, but you think you might be able to reach in the window and unlock the back door. You you don't get the sense that there's a high crime rate around here, and so security is, is low. This is the kind of town where a lot of people leave their front doors unlocked. You know? Well, um, I'll gesture to uh, Jersa and ask her if she could <laughs> dexterously reach in there and unlock the door. I guess that's what I'm known for now. 
You have the best record with unlocking things. Play to your strengths. True, true. All right. Okay, so you reach in. Sure, I'll try. I'll try to reach yeah, in and unlock it. Yeah, no problem. You just oh. slide. There's like a loop of rope on a hook. You just slide off and the door opens. Inside, it looks like an office. The whole first floor is a single office. There's a stairs on the on the right going up to the second floor. Um, there's a couple of desks near the front window. Where you are at the back, there's a closed door um, that goes to, well, you're not sure where it goes, maybe a closet or a cellar. And then on the other side, yeah, on your right, there's a cell, a single prison cell uh, with iron bars all the way around. Um, and the bars are also embedded in the wall so that it's completely enclosed. And there's a person crouched inside the cell um, with his head buried in his knees. Um, and he appears to be sobbing quietly. But that's the strangler or the fall guy. Yeah. Seems pretty familiar with the type of bloke that we've been dealing with. And he seems real cut up about it. Are we all, like, able to step inside the house by now? Yeah, but as soon as you come in, he looks up and sees you. Shh. Okay, you shush him and he doesn't say anything. Cool, it worked. <laughs> Wild. I know, I'm surprised. <laughs> First try. <laughs> I know, wow, something goes Dina right. would be like, okay, you can, you can talk, just keep it down. No exclamations. He says, who, who are you? That's not important. Who with the IRS? <laughs> While this is happening, um, can I do a quick like uh, glance around, make sure nobody saw us go in the back, and then close the door? Yeah. So you look around. There's nobody in the alley. Close the door. Um, I'll step into the room to find to look for whatever seems to be the most important documentation, just kind of sitting around and start rummaging through, seeing if I can find anything of significance or importance. Okay. There's a bunch of documents on the desk. On the top of the desk is a letter, and it appears to be a written confession to the murders of three people, Kalialex, Karis Val, and Sisto Tav, and then it's signed Arcadius Trent. And there's a couple other minor things. Um, there's a ledger of taxes that were recently sent to the capital. Nothing else really of interest. Just what we are looking for. <laughs> In our role as the IRS. Who is the confession signed by? Uh, Arcadius. Yeah. So has this kid's attention, right? It's not a kid. He's a, he's a middle-aged man. Oh. <laughs> has this dude's attention. My pity just decreased drastically. Now that he's not a child anymore, he could totally have strangled all these people. Definitely. Yeah, he's he has a wrist. He's not 16? He oh, has a damn. receding hairline and a, a beard, gray beard. Oh, he definitely did it. Dina's going to crouch down in front of him in the bars and say, so I hear you killed some people? Is that true? And he just bursts out sobbing when you say that. And you just hear, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're sorry? Why? Their faces. I just keep seeing their faces. Guilty conscience. It's not common on a killer. 
why did you kill them? He shakes his head. I don't know. Maybe he was possessed. Do you remember killing them? He nods. Did you have control of what you were doing when you did it? I don't know. It was like a dream. Go on. Tell me more. All I see is their faces. And I see myself strangling them. Do you remember seeing anything strange before you had this experience, this dream state killings? He shakes his head. When they brought me in for questioning, I just... The guilt suddenly struck me. Oh, so you didn't feel anything about it having happened until you saw the people who took you in? He, sh he nods. Uh, I tap uh, Dina on the shoulder, and I hand her the le I hand her Arcadius's confession, and I turn back around to the to desk to continue looking for anything important. I read it very quickly. Oh well, that's just so very official and quite efficient, isn't it? And you can tell, like the signature and the letter are in different handwriting. Mm -hmm. So you. You would guess it was dictated? Yeah. Or, you know, that somebody else wrote it and then he signed it, you know. So, Arcadius, where were you before they caught you and brought you here? What were you doing? I was just at my shop. I'm the, the local smith. It's not something you would feel guilty about out of the blue. You would feel guilty about it the whole time. I don't know what you're trying to say. I, I killed them. I think you believe that, certainly. But there's all sorts of magic that can make you think you did things. So I'm trying to see if it makes sense that you could have. Uh, for the first time, he, he looks up at you. What do you mean, magic? She's just gonna use, like, a cantrip gust camera effect level, like, wind that blows the hair back. And her eyes sort of glow a little when she does it. He pulls back in the cage. Um, so he looks down at his knees and he says, This could magic change my memory? Yes. Well, I could use magic right now to read your mind. But it wouldn't work for this sort of thing. It just surface thoughts. But yes, it's possible. That's why I want to know where you were, what you were doing, and who you would have spent the most time with when you first came down with these memories. Do you remember seeing anyone strange? Perhaps someone with an instrument? When I spoke to the sheriff, Savas Mark, it just boiled to the surface, their faces, as I, as I killed them. My hands wrapped around their necks. Arcadius, why would you kill these people? Did you have ill will against them? No. no. Are you a violent man? No. I don't know what came over me. I don't remember it. Well, usually people kill with a reason. Luke, while this is happening, can Jersa go try to find the very best hiding spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could try to go 
there's the desk you could hide under, or you could go up the stairs or into the door. Into the door? Yeah, there's a door on the on the left of the building, under the stairs. I mean, the right. Sure, I'll go there. Okay, so you open the door, and there's some storage space, and then a stairway down into a cellar. Oh, perfect. I'll, I'll just hide behind the door then. I'm going to go upstairs while this is all happening. Okay. I'm going to post myself as a lookout, uh, just looking out the window to... Mm-hmm. And ready the action of hey he's coming to prepare and quickly find a hiding spot for everyone. Nice, uh, Dave. Uh, you go up the stairs and there's a landing and a locked door. Um, do you want to try to open it? Hmm, I don't have a means of opening a lock um, conventionally, and I don't want to waste a spell trying to teleport to the other side of it. So. Instead, I'll go back downstairs and I'll start looking for keys. Make a uh, investigation check. Oh shoot, Dave isn't very smart. <laughs> I mean, he's wise. He makes great decisions, but he's like. Uh... I'll let you use wisdom. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I can do intelligence. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Oh, okay, <laughs> there it is. So yeah, you open one of the drawers and there is a ring of keys. Sitting right on top. Lock All right. I pick up the keys and I go back up to the stairs and I try the door. Okay. It takes a couple. There's like three keys on there and it just so happens that the third one is the one. But yeah, you open it up um, and there seems to be um, a modest living quarters and there's a bed. There's a small uh, wood burning stove, small sitting area. Um, and oddly, right in the center of this sitting area is a, a chair. There's like some ropes sitting on another chair. Um, and then there's a window out looking out over the street, but it's shuttered. The chair with the ropes on it, does that look like the ropes are there to like tie somebody to the chair? Make a perception check. Not fantastic. That's only a eight. Well, the ropes aren't tied to anything. So you can't make out any clues that would... Uh... But the chair is not like... It's not obviously a restraining chair. Okay. Right. I'm going to check under the bed, under the whatever like straw mattress there is to see if he's hidden anything in there. So under the bed, you pull out a small chest that you immediately recognize as the one that you gave him um, that you were meant to retrieve. <laughs> We did it. We won D and D. We solved the puzzle. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that up. Mm-hmm. You handled it before, and you've noticed that it's noticeably lighter. I'm not gonna risk opening it right now. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick it up and carry it down the stairs. All right, hold on. As you're up there, Bryce, you're looking out the window. Yeah. And you see him coming. You see Savas Mark come uh, with and the other guards riding their horses back into the square. Okay. How much time would you estimate that we have before he gets into this office? Probably a minute. He's got to stop and tie up the horses. Perfect. All right. Dina. What? What? Make yourself scarce. We need to disappear. Yeah, Dina is just going to turn into a rat and scuttle into the cell with, um, what's his face? Love that. I crouch down next to um, Arcadius and I say, now listen, there's a lot going on right now. 
and I know you're in the middle of a, a bit, but we need you to be we need you to keep very quiet right now, specifically about everything that you see going on around you. Can you do that for me? The confession letter fluttered to the floor. He freaks out and starts kicking at the rat. Ah! Okay. I leave the cell. Yeah, you quickly <sighs> scurry out of there and realize like he does not want you near him as a rat. I uh, squeak at him in total, total rage. Dina, under the under the desk, under the desk, under the desk. She goes, Arcadius, and I'm trying to trying to scare him. Keep your mouth shut, because far worse things could happen. Dina, you you um in your rat form, you are not very smart. Not at all. You're having a hard time understanding what he's saying to you. I- you just know that you are right now in. There's like light coming through the window, and you are really freaked out about sunlight, and so you're like, gotta hide, gotta hide, gotta hide. I find a crack in the wall, and I go. I'm going to sprint upstairs, find Dave. I'm disregarding the box for now, and I say, hey, got a short second. Box! We will talk about it in a minute. Here he comes. Disappear. Make yourself scarce. I found the box! And I'm going to, uh, I'm in a wild shape into a chickadee. No, no, sorry, I can't do, I can't do flying creatures. Uh, I'm in a wild shape into a, um, yeah, a wild shape into a, into a squirrel. You could join me as a rat. <laughs> <laughs> we are the rats. The rats. The rats' way of life is the way to go. Yeah, it's Ratatouille the musical. I guess I'll slide the chest back under the bed. I'll gesture for Casper to like, like come out of the room with me. So I'm going to close it and lock it. Oh yeah, that's the move, isn't it? And my intelligence is that of me, so I'm not I'm not a I'm not a dumb squirrel. Um I I, I run out of the room. Yeah, I'm going to close it, lock it, um so that everything's as it was, and then I'm going to go downstairs, put the key in the drawer, and then I will try to hide. Okay, so Jerusa right now is hidden in the cellar stairway. Do you want to hide there? It's the best Hiding spot. <laughs> TM. TM. <laughs> Dina, you are in the wall and um, you find like the perfect place perfect. to make a yes. rat nest. Do I do I have like insulation and cloth? Yeah, you just start going at it, you know, um, piling up bits of paper. And then the front door opens, and you hear the footsteps of people coming inside, and you hear one of them saying, Boss, wasn't there a Genesee, a Earth Genesee coming through town just a few weeks ago? Oh, uh, yeah, there will. Actually, that is strange, isn't it? They're real rare. Yeah, it seems. Could it be the same one? Uh, mm. Well, I doubt that. They're kind of chatting, and they're like, well, I just grabbed a couple of clothes. Some vagrants, probably. Probably the last we'll see of them. Ah, well, we've got to put a good show on. All right, back to your patrols. And the four of the guards leave. Savas stomps, well, walks. He's got very heavy feet. Stomps to the back of the office and kicks the bars of the cell and goes... Ready to hang, Arcadius? <laughs> Sits down at his desk 
leans back in his chair and kicks his feet up on it, and then he lights his pipe. What are you guys going to do next? Is everyone within 30 feet of me? We'll say so. Okay. I'm going to speak to Jersa and Caspar, uh, because uh, uh, Dina's a rat. I don't think that she, she'll know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say to both of them in their minds, um, I mean, we could try to jump him. I thought you were going to question him first. Well, if we, we, we could jump him and restrain him, shove something in his mouth. Let's see if we can get him to go upstairs. I suggested it and I didn't have a plan. Um, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion and make a kind of a skittering noise, like a skittering rat, come from upstairs. You have to be able to see where you're casting that. I would just, I'd just basically do it like towards the ceiling. Am I able to see the ceiling? Yeah. Wait, are you invisible? I missed that. No, he's not. He's hiding with you. No, you don't need to be able to see. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can make the sound upstairs. Um, you want to make a skittering sound? Yeah, like a rat or something. He goes, ah, rats again. And he sits up and picks up his club. Well, you can't see of any of this, so you just hear some thumping noises, and then you hear him stomp up the stairs, unlock the door, and, and go into the upstairs apartment. I'll speak into Casper's mind again. All right, well, he's upstairs now. Well... If we're going to jump him, we're going to jump him now. I come out of where I was hiding behind the coffee pot and start to stealthily make my way up the stairwell and sneak behind him and hide somewhere in the apartment complex. Make a stealth check. Sure. I got to pull up my squirrel stats. <laughs> Probably can use like rat stats or something. I'm going to prod Jersa to, to go forward too. Here we go. Oh, that's a good number. Oh, uh, 22. Okay. So, yeah, he um, does not notice you at all. Perfect. You see him, like, wandering around the apartment, kind of peering behind furniture, like, trying to find something, trying to see where a rat could be. Mm, I'm not in a good place to be close to rat-shaped. <laughs> I'm going to follow Dave's lead here. Okay, we try to make our way up the stairs. All right, are you going stealthy? Yeah, quietly as quiet as can be. All right, make your stealth Quiet checks. as a rat. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. What? What happened? It's not great. What'd you get? What? Did Jamie do terribly, too? I got a 14. 14. Okay. Not, not terrible, but not great, either. What did you get? I got a six. Okay, so as, as you go up, the stairs, your foot hits one of the steps, like catches on the lip of the step with a loud thud. Bryce, you see him spin around and, and go, who's there? Uh, at this point in time, I duck out of my hiding space and I kind of, I skitter right between his legs. Oh, that's good. I, I run straight at him between his legs. He goes, oh, and he like swings his club at you. Oh boy. And with a natural one, he actually slaps himself in the face with the club and falls backwards on his yes. butt. <laughs> so good, so good, so good. And he goes, oh, stupid squirrel, get back here. <laughs> no, nerd. <laughs> I flip him off with my squirrel fingers. <laughs> Does this give them enough time to get in the room, <laughs> please? 
Uh, yeah. You guys want to come in? <laughs> yeah. He's on his butt. He's on his butt. Yeah, yep, he's yep. prone. Get him. We grab him and yeah, put him in the chair. And jump him. All right. Who? Somebody make an athletics check. I can do that. Aw, 12. Dave, are you helping her? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so you have advantage. Oh, sweet. Roll that bad boy. That's more like it. 16? All right, let me see. Okay, so you come up and you both try to grab him, and he's surprised, but he easily rips himself away from your grasp and um, raises up his club and then stops in shock when when he sees you jersa because um dave are you still in disguise i am still in disguise yeah so when he sees jersa he stops and he goes how and then i punch him in the face i would like to say in this time while we are all rolling for initiative that dina the rat has remembered a piece of paper on the floor that would be perfect for the nest oh and shoot. she scuttles out and oh, takes shoot. the confession letter that was dropped to the floor when she transformed and she takes it to the nest oh. to shred Okay, Dina, you have this instinctual sense that there's a fight going on and your friends are in danger. And then and you, you kind of remember who you are. Yeah. Um, if you want to transform back and make smarter decisions. Yeah, while holding on to this piece of paper, she realizes from the scuffle above that things are happening. And she is not here to make a nest in the wall. Man, uh, if a fight's broken out, she transforms back and just sprints up the stairs. Okay, let's roll initiative. 23. That doesn't even make sense. I was downstairs. <laughs> so I'm not even punching him in the face then. Dang oh, it. Oh, no, it's not tasty. All right, go ahead. Make your attack Surprise roll. Make your attack. Yeah. We bagged just enough. Does a 16 hit? No, it doesn't. <sighs> oh. Rats. Okay, well, he dodges. <laughs> Okay, um, give me your initiatives. 16. I got a 10. I rolled a natural 20, so that's a 22. Against all odds, Dina comes to her senses and sprints up the stairs all before combat can take into place. <laughs> so I'll let you take an action. I, I don't know if it's an action to drop polymorph, but we'll just say it's free. So, and you're able to make it up the stairs with 30 feet of movement. Nice. So you find yourself right behind him and can make an action. Oh, sorry, facing him. You'd be facing him. I mean, I could just, I could just cast Firebolt at him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. Yeah, go ahead. That's a nat 20. Um, does that, do nat 20s count for spells? Yeah, it doubles your dice. Nice. Um, well, there we go. We just want to knock him out, though, right? <laughs> let, us, let us know when he's almost dead. 21 and one more die. 29 damage to the face. Oh, wow. Very nice. Okay, so this gout of fire, like, shoots from your hands and just catches him in the face. Um, and then, Casper, it's your go, and Dave, you're on deck. Sounds good. I'm going to wild shape back out into my regular form. 
and I'm going to cast Frostbite on him. Okay, that is going to be a dirty 20. Uh, that does hit. Awesome, good stuff. That is nine points of cold damage. All right, a bolt of frost catches him in the shoulder, so he's now burning and frozen. Dave, it's your turn. Joe's on deck. I feel like Dave is gonna try to try to end this fight, so he's gonna he uh, he extends his hands out in front of him and he mutters something in a strange language, and um, all of the shadows in the room kind of grow longer, and his eyes through the the disguise self kind of glow red and i'm going to cast dominate person on him so he needs to make a uh wisdom saving throw that is a natural one yeah so he freezes in place that's my third natural one tonight just want to point out as soon as that happens i i I tell everybody don't hit him My (laughs) touch of hands to the ceiling, hands to the ceiling, hands to the wall. So he's standing there, eyes wide, frozen. His eyebrows and the front of his hairline have been burnt away. And then the the hairs behind that are kind of curled up. There is an icicle sticking out of the back of his shoulder. um, And he just looks completely dazed. His, his pupils have dilated. I'm going to tell him, go sit in the chair um, with the ropes. He turns robotically, walks over, and sits down in the chair. I look at the others and I say, well, don't just stand there. Start tying him up. All right, we go tie him up. Yeah, so you tie him up with the rope, tie his wrists down, um, tie his waist to the back of the chair. Can I get like a pillowcase or something to like make a gag for him? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that as well. Do you drop the dominate? Uh, yeah, it only lasts a minute, so we're like rushing to tie him up and everything. But you can tie him up within a minute. His his eyes go back into focus, and he he like looks around and he goes, <laughs> and I uh, I use disguise self again, and I, I I turn into an exact copy of him, and I do my best interpretation of his voice. I say. Listen, you son of a b- you make a lot of noise, you try to scream, you try to do anything funny. And this is what's going to happen to you. And I snap and cast this guy's self again, and it's I'm him again, but the throat is slashed. Okay, he stops uh, resisting. Good lord. He looks at the other three of you, and he's just looking back and forth between. He doesn't seem as interested. In, I mean, except for Dave turning into himself. He seems more freaked out about Casper, Dina, and Jersa being alive than anything. All right. Well, I did have a long list of questions, and that just completely disappeared out of my mind, uh, having just seen that. Dina's going to step forward then (laughs) and just sort of gesture to her own and say, So unless you would like to find a way to match, why kill us? Do you promise to be quiet? He, he nods. Okay. I'm going to pull the gag out of his mouth. How? How are you alive? Shh, 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 shh. Too loud, too loud. Bring it down, bring it down. As, as Casper's saying, bring it down, bring it down, I, I, I'm pushing a... Um, well, I don't really... I wouldn't really have a dagger, would I? Um. <laughs> you... I mean, he's got weapons. Sure, I, I'll, I'll pull his dagger off and I'll, I'll press that against his neck. 
like just as a reminder, and then I'll pull it away. What? Did someone resurrect you? Or... I don't think you understand your position here. We are asking you questions, not the other way around. Why did you kill us? Uh, just to tie up loose ends. Like what you're doing with Arcadius downstairs? Seems to me like you're a killer of many people. Not just us. What was in the box? Some magical artifacts that we were after. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Not good enough. Relics of the the mad god. We we needed somebody else to get it so that you would incur the curse instead of us. <laughs> <laughs>